need an idea? You might rock the joint. But better yet, here's what's the point. So today I'm with a, a great friend and a, and a business colleague, Todd Kipperman, who is a team lead at Beyond. And we're gonna talk about what Beyond does and a little bit about Todd and how he came to Beyond and, and why his past is so important to what he's doing at Beyond. So Todd, welcome to What's the Point. Hey, Robert, good to be here about beyond sure absolutely so beyond we are a payments company and what that what that means is uh we help businesses find ways to take payment specifically with taking credit cards whether that be you know helping them with their e-commerce helping them with their retail shop or a restaurant if they need a point of sale system that helps run their business we'll help them if they're a mechanic and they just need a credit card machine we'll we'll get them a credit card machine so we have really custom solutions for every every type of business out there and that's that's in, 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 in the most simplest because everybody's got and there's so much about paypal and there's some controversy with retailers about paypal and the fees and then authorized net has been around forever. And so, so you're not a processor, you help with the, with the, with the clients. Is that what makes it different? Oh, yes. We're a credit card processing company and there's definitely a lot of things that would differentiate us from all the other companies out there. I'll start pretty much at the high level. And so currently we are, we're a four-year-old company. But we do have a you know very rich history uh, behind us and the experience and everything behind. And so I'll start with our founder and CEO, and his name is Bob Carr, uh, C A R R. And there, there's a real interesting story. It's very relevant to the setup and the structure and everything around what we do, you know, as a company and how we work and how we operate and how we work with businesses. I can get into a little bit of how our company was founded. So our founder uh, Bob Carr grew up very very poor. He was one of six kids that, that nobody in his family had ever been to college. And when he was in high school, he was recognized by the Women's Lockport Club out of Lockport, Illinois. And basically, he was given a very small scholarship, $250, to help him go to college. This changed the trajectory of his life. Nobody in his family ever thought he would end up going to college. He never thought that would be a chance. This provided him you know, that opportunity from what he said, look, somebody, somebody believed in me and this is something that I can do. So he got into college, he graduated in, in four years. And he said at the time, if I ever make something of myself, I am going to give back to as many people and give them the opportunity that was given to me. So out of college, he started a, a company, processed credit cards. And he got an investor. The investor was the Heartland Bank, and they gave him a million dollars to start this company. Fast forward however many years, what he did with Heartland was he turned it into a Fortune 500 company from nothing. And what made it so successful is that it did things differently than all the other companies out there. And, and the way that it did that is quite simply, it, it treated businesses the right way. It treated businesses fairly. And they had what was called the Merchant Bill of Rights, and they stuck to it. It was about transparency. It was about not raising rates. It was about having people that businesses can count on, that they could rely on to be there whenever they had needs, whenever their needs changed. So if you fast forward to 2016, Heartland sold to Global Financial for, I believe it's $4.3 billion. And so Bob, uh, definitely made made some money off of that and but what what happened sometimes is and what kind of happened is he knew the culture of his company 
would shift given that it was, you know, no longer about the, that merchant bill of rights. And, and really that's, that's what's happened. And without getting into too many details, the culture that had been created had slowly shifted away, but not too long after that, really in 2017, Bob uh, came out of retirement, quote unquote retirement and said, Hey, I, I want to start a new company. And people said, well, you don't ever need another penny as long as, as long as you and your family live. And what are you doing that for? He said, well, I want to do what I said I was going to do when I graduated college. I want to give as many people the opportunity that I was given. And so Bob founded Beyond. Because of that, our company, Give Back or the Give Something Back Foundation, which pays for at-risk kids, the most at-risk kids in the country, to give them full-ride scholarships through college. It recognizes them in ninth grade. It wraps supports around them. It, a lot of our kids are foster children, children of incarcerated parents who don't necessarily have the resources that other kids have. So it will wrap supports around so that by the time they get to, to college, not only we're not just handing them money and saying, go ahead, they're actually, and so our kids have a 90% graduation rate in four years. And in, in, once they actually get into college and graduate through college and typically kids in that socioeconomic bracket have a 10% graduation rate in four years. So we actually help to make these kids successful and we give them opportunities that they never would have had otherwise. So Bob is actually making good on his promise that he had from when he was in this company beyond it's, it's his legacy. And this company is going to continue to provide opportunity for, for kids very much exactly the way he was given that opportunity for, for, from now and, and from, from when this company started and, and moving into, into the future for a very, very long. And so the, so the Give Back Foundation currently has, and this was probably six or eight months ago, and the numbers probably jumped considerably, but it was 1,700 full-ride scholarships and counting a, a while back, and, uh, and we're just continuing to grow. So... That's, that's really the foundation of our company. We're, we're here to do the right. And, and so that being said, Bob was the very best at what he did at Heartland. And now he's the very best at what he does with, with Beyond. And so we have the very best in, in the business as far as what we do. And, and in four years, I think the current, the current rank is we're 25th ranked processing company in the country in just four years by volume, meaning we actually now process over $12 billion nationwide across the country. So we've, we've very quickly moved up the ranks and we're continuing to grow. We're continuing to expand. And even, even in the downturned economy with the pandemic, and don't quote me on the number, but we had something around like a 33% growth compared to our competitors in the industry who, who had negative growth. So what I can say is the reason that we are continuing to do well, the reason that we're continuing to grow is because of how we do things. And the, you had asked about the things that make us different. And so we now have- It seems, uh, it seems like this, this philanthropic point of view sure. colors the way that you do business. And it's something that cars built in anyway. So you're not what we might call a crass capitalist tool. You're, you're, you've got a blend. That's the way it sounds to me. Correct. We, I, for, for lack of a better way to say it, we're, we're a company with, with a moral- conscience. We're a company that just believes in doing things the right way for businesses, but a company that believes in giving back to the communities that are helping to make us success. And so we're, we're investing not just in ourselves, not just in the businesses around us, but in, in, in the kids that are, are going to be building our future. 
how valuable is that to your clients? I mean, let me drill down a little bit. Do you think that the clients are, I'll say, infected by this point of view, or is it something that the, the two are mutually exclusive, that they just like the service? I mean, you know, when, when we act a certain way, we tend to be around the same kind of people after a point. Do you see that happening? I'd say yes and no. A lot of times when it comes to, to business owners, it's, it, a lot of times the decision typically is how, how can we help? And definitely without, without a doubt, there's a lot of, really a lot of philanthropically minded business owners out there that believe that have the same belief system that, that love to give back to the community. And a lot of my clients, they, they do a lot of our clients at beyond are, are, have already been doing that for a very, very long time. So when we have that conversation, it, it, it's a really nice kind of starting point. And it's, it's a nice thing for business owners, I think, to know that when they're working with a company like ours, because they've, they've had other, other uh, credit card processing companies out there. And a lot of time, those companies are just flat out taking advantage of, of them as, as a business. And you can never, you can really never, there's always going to be fees associated with this type of business. Um, you can't get away and we won't get into the, into the weeds of that on this talk anyway, but it, it, it's, I think a nice thing for business owners to know that. Do you have an example of, of, of so, so let's jump over the fence to the, regardless of whether they're philanthropically minded or not. Tell me if you will, about a, a, the type of solution or a specific case, if you, if you have one on your mind that you can share about a problem that you solve for a business, because that's, that's something Right now, expenses are going up. Inflation, as we speak right now, is is uh, threatening. We, we see signs of it already. Businesses and CFOs, particularly founders for sure, are having to face this, a lot of them for the first time in their lives. They're younger. They don't have as much range or depth of experience. What can you do for, for them or what have you done in some cases like that? Sure. No, absolutely. So it's... It can be from you know the smallest thing to 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 a bottom line. And I have clients that say would have a, have CFOs that this is obviously their their responsibility to to kind of understand this aspect of their business. But this business is designed or has been designed so that business owners CFOs don't and can't understand. It's been done this way so that businesses in this in in this field or so that merchant service companies and processing companies can, can take advantage of businesses. And so part of what I do, part of what we do as a company is we come in and we're going to educate you on how this works, how this works specifically for your business, because not every business, every single business that I work with is different. Every single business out in this country is different. Everyone has their own individual needs. And that's, that's always our starting point is what is it that you do? How is it that you do it? What is it that you need? And so sometimes it's it's about a bottom line and, and pretty much every single time we're, we're helping the bottom line. And to your question is, to your question, which is what, what have you been able to do? I have clients that I've been able to save $30,000 plus annually. And, and that's just bottom line savings. That's, that's, that's just profit. Um, just cutting, shaving $30,000. I have a client a larger client that I did a proposal for recently, and we're looking at potentially ninety or a hundred thousand dollars a year in savings. Those are potentially some of the bigger companies out there. But when you look at some of your mom and pops, I have sometimes I'm able to save if I can save five hundred or a thousand or five thousand dollars a year. 
put that extra money in their pocket. I have a, a client that I that I started working with about a month. I'm saving them about eight thousand dollars annually. So these are this is just our ability that it keeps the money in the pockets of the business owners, which helps these business owners reinvest in their own business, which keeps the money in the communities, which helps them if they want to, they're philanthropic minded, if they want to give back, it, it the, the idea is to keep the money in the pockets of the business owners. And yes, we obviously have fees, there's, there's costs of doing business, but we find ways to minimize those costs for you so that you now have a, the better ability for your business to do what you need to do. Presumably, too, by educating them and getting them to talk, talk to really thinking about and actually seeing savings. I know this from other business that I'm involved in. Once you start providing discipline to a business, it tends to keep spreading over and you start looking for efficiencies everywhere in the business. And it sounds, too, like by educating people, you're getting them to create, create their uh, logistical efficiencies, too. Is that right? Absolutely. So we're, so that's, that's one thing that we can offer. You're right. And that that's where you get into the, what else do we do? We help you to run your business more efficiently. So we're going to help you to streamline how you do things. Uh, and when you're taking payments, some certain types of businesses, you can have two, two, 3000 transactions. And what are you doing with all of that information? What are you doing with, if you have to track inventory, if you have to find out what day of the week is, is, are, are your sales in, increasing or improving? Are you, are, are, do you have clients that you're billing every single month? And do you have to manually enter those payments in every single month? Well, we have a, a number of systems that can set those in, in a cloud encrypted storage that will hit those cards automatically every month. And I have plenty of clients that we've been able to move over so that we're saving labor hours. We're saving time. Uh, we're saving time on on the bookkeeping end where we have systems that can tie in directly to accounting software if needed. We have systems that will Im improve your reporting capabilities, systems that where your your CPA can can log right in and pull those reports if needed. So we're helping you not just to save money, but we're helping you to find ways to run that business more efficiently and more smoothly because as that that time spent i i have all the respect in the world for business owners i work with a lot of them and business owners small and mid-sized businesses they wear a lot of hats and what i what i always like to try to do and what i always say is you know let us worry about this let us take this off your shoulders let us help you with this aspect of your business so that you have the time that you need to run your business. And if we can help and we can find ways for business owners to do that, then that's what we're going to do. And, and we do it time and time again for, for pretty much for all of my clients out there. That's, that's always the goal is can, can we help you to, to Im improve your bottom line? Can we help you to find ways to run your business better? And then if I can add on to that, the beyond promises, there's 10 of them. And there's a few of them in there that are, are kind of unprecedented in the industry. One of which is protected pricing meaning that where we start you and where we get you, that doesn't change. You're not going to have to look over your shoulder. It doesn't matter. Even if you don't understand that statement, that nothing is changing. We don't charge arbitrary fees. We don't arbitrarily increase rates the way that 99% of the other companies out there are doing. That's that's one of the 10 promises. And transparency is what you're getting. And you don't get anything else unless you ask for it. And uh, one of our other promises is, is you get local representation so that all of my clients have access to me all of our reps out there in the field they business owners have access to all of our all of our representatives out there all of our business advocates you know all of our team leads and our service center which is based out of Louisville Kentucky and I'll add on to that if I could which is according to NPS which is net promoter score 
which is what Apple uses to gauge customer satisfaction. So we are ranked, and again, this is in four years, we're ranked number one in the country, according to NPS, Net Promoter Score, by almost 300% uh, 300% higher than our closest competitor. So we were up at last count over a 40, which is just under excellent. And industry average is a negative 10. So our closest competitor, I want to say scored about a, I think they scored a 12. And again, we're up, we're up around 40 and that is that rates customer satisfaction and client retention. And we are, we're, we're, we're pretty far ahead of the, uh, pretty far ahead of our competitors. Now I got to tell you, it sounds like you were born into this business. You speak about it very <laughs> open, very smoothly. And you're, you're very articulate about it. How did you come to this business? I know you didn't, you weren't born into this business because of the story, but how did That's you get to the okay. So that's that's very true. So that's correct. So right. So we we're a four year old company, like I continue to mention. And obviously, there's a lot of a lot of there, there's hundreds of years of experience in, in in the founding of the company. But so I so I've been with the company since since day one. Well, pretty much since day one. So I'm a uh, I'm I'm a founding member of the company, and I I'm not sure if I always get it right, but I'm around employee number 38, and we're up we're up over I think over 650 employees now nationwide. So. I came from a different place. I actually, my my background, I have an undergrad degree in psychology. I have a master's degree in in public health, actually. And I, I ran nonprofit programs for abused and neglected kids, for, for homeless kids. I ran programs for kids coming out of juvenile detention. And, and I did that for, for a long time. So I had found myself, I had shifting in nonprofits changes. I had found myself actually laid off. And I was actually also at the time going through some, some personal, some very personal issues as well. That could be for another podcast. And so my older brother had actually been uh, working with Bob and said, Hey, check out this company. It, it, it's a, it's a startup here. Here's a, here's a video from Bob Carr. And, and he put it in my lap and I watched the video. And the first thing Bob talked about was here's a new company that is all about giving talked about, give, giving back to to kids, giving back to putting the kids through college and a company with, with a moral compass. And I, this, this industry was something that I had said to my brother Tim said, Hey, I'm not, I'm not a salesman. Um, I don't know if this is something that I can do, but when I watch that video, what I know about myself is if I believe in something, then I'm not ever having to sell it. So what was going on? So, yeah. So as I, I didn't come from this industry. And so what was going on in my life at the time, this was about four and a half years ago, was that there's a couple of things. First, funding shifts in the nonprofit world. So I found myself laid off. And also I had recently become a single. And so this, this opportunity kind of landed in my lap. My older brother who had worked with Bob Carr previously said, Hey, check out this new company. Here's a new company called beyond. And he put a video in front of me. The thing that Bob had talked about was, was give back this short video that said, Hey, here's, here's a company that is looking to give back to the community that is looking to give back to, to kids. And so I had never, I, I had never been in a sales position before. I said to my brother, I was like, I, I'm, I'm not going to be a, a salesperson, but what I know about myself is that if I believe in something that it's, I, I don't ever have to sell it. I'm just talking about it. And I can talk about something I believe in all day long. This company allowed me to, at the time I was in a, I was in a very, very difficult personal 
situation. Once I said this, I'm, I'm doing it. I committed. I would be able to get my kids off the bus during the day. I remember my older daughter at the time had said, daddy, can you please get me off the bus during the day? This job allowed me to say yes, because now I can create my own schedule. I'm, I'm, I'm responsible for my own outcomes. And so as, as a single, as somebody who is in a very, very difficult situation, this, this allowed me the, an opportunity with this company that I, I don't think I could have found anywhere else. Not just, not just the ability to, to, to give back to communities and do what I had always been doing, but to be able to, to help myself and to help my family and to help my kids, especially given, given the situation that, that I had very quickly found myself in, that, that I was not able to foresee. But what I can say is it's been a, a, a lot of work to, to get where I am now, but I am, I'm very grateful. I'm, I'm grateful to this company. I'm grateful to, to Bob Carr, and, and I'm just, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for sharing that. Let, let's get into a little bit more about the company now. I'm just talking about it. And Tell me what, what, what was, what, what happened, what was, what, what I, I'm going to ask you to share the story or one story about what in you made this so important. And I know yeah. it's a, it may be a personal thing. I'm not asking you to grind a wet ax here, but if you have a story that you can share, I mean, I think it's important to link the meaning of this because of what the, the, the structure of this company is quite profound that it's being successful on top of the success built on the same moral principles. What moral imperative in you made this a match? So, yeah, so good question. I, I had really dedicated my, my life, my career to, to helping others, to helping, helping kids, helping their families helping youth, helping, helping kids find permanent placement. I, I, I've always just found that when I'm able to help people, it's, it's what's been most rewarding. And when I saw this company, here was a way for me to continue to do exactly what I had always been doing from a really just from a completely different perspective and from a, from a different aspect. And so now I get to, I get to help kids. I get to help put kids through college. I, I get to help business owners. I get to help people who live in my community that are that are part of our community. And that's why I do it. That's how I can do it. It's the only way that I, it, it's, it's another way for me to just be able to help the, the, the people around me. I can help when, I, when I'm meeting with business owners face-to-face and I can look them in the eye and say, what I'm telling you, this is what it is. And then when that happens and when I get to go back to them and they know that that's what I'm here for. It, it's it's really a special thing. It's a special feeling, and it's one that that I had been working with and working towards and working for my whole life. And it's what I'm able, what I'm able to do now. I, I get to to help people in my community. I get to know that when I am doing that, I am yes, I'm making a living for myself. I'm doing it in the right way, and in return, I'm also helping kids who we're giving kids opportunities that they never would have had otherwise. So it, it, it's a pretty special thing. And, and again, it's, it's, it's how I do it. It's how I can do it. How, how you and your, your family interact with that. I mean, sometimes I think in the, we'll call it for general sake, I'll call it a pastoral role where you're thinking about other people all the time. Any conflict there? Lots of support. Does it help you with your family? It's, it's funny, but I, I, 
I get to look my kids in the eye and, and when they, when they're, when I talk to them about what I, I get to look them in the eye and say, I help people. I help, I help business owners. And when I'm driving around my community here and I'm saying, oh, they're a client and they're a client and they're a client, my, my kids, they get a kick out of that. And then when it's funny, when people ask them, Hey, what's your dad do? They'll say, well, he helps, he helps businesses. He helps. He's got a lot of clients. He has all these business owners in the area that he works with and he helps kids go to college. And so that, that for me, there's, there's really, it, it's so important for me that my kids know that ethically and morally that I'm trying to always do right in, in, in creating or really just always wanting to do the right thing and showing my kids that I'm, I'm doing the right thing and trying to set the example for them. So if I can do that and, and they can see me doing that, there's, there's no better payoff, I think, in, in, in the fact that my well, kids you know, we're, I'm in South Florida, which is undergoing a, really an upswing, not that it was ever really much of a downswing in economics, but there's going to be a lot of change here. And there is a lot of change here in terms of the number of people and the expectations and so forth. The system that you have, particularly as it relates to for-profit companies, and I think also to nonprofits uh, who work with you for all of the same benefits, could really go a long way here. Would you have a message for South Florida businesses, both existing businesses and people transferring down to South? Yeah, I mean, you do mean as far as what what beyond would potentially mean for for the for the area. Yeah, I think so because I, you know, in a, in a number of things that you said, both the ranking with the with the MPS score and also the the benefits that you bring to a business. If I'm if I was transferring a business and I had the opportunity to have what amounts to consulting to run my business better, I would really like to have that as a as a launch pad for a new business or a new location, even. Absolutely, I, and so yeah, and that that's another good question. So, you know. What I can say is I can't tell you how many times that I end up meeting with an existing business and they're, whether they're in, if you don't have time, if they've done their own research or some other company has come in and set them up in a particular way. And I say, it, it, it surprises me sometimes. And I'll say this, this is not necessarily a good setup for you, or I know there's a way that we can, we can do that better. Um, it's, it's, I think we're, like I mentioned before, it's really just helpful for businesses to have someone that is they really there to help them that somebody who can sit down with them and, and figure out ways for that business to run more efficiently. And then when you kind of get to that bottom line, we're here to, to, as you mentioned, Robert, which is to, to advise, to advise your business. How can we work as the experts in this area? How can we best help you run your business? What can we do? And, and as far as South Florida, what we're trying to do in, in all the communities, there's, there's a give back office actually in Florida, which that, that as an aside, what we try to do is the more businesses that we can work with in your area and in, in within a community, we're, we're keeping those dollars in your community. A, a lot of times I can't tell you the number of businesses that I see that are just flat out taken advantage of that are processing companies that are there for one reason. And it's to steal your money. And like I mentioned, yes, for us, there's, there is a cost of doing business, but we're going to find those ways to minimize your costs and to keep it there. So we, if the, what I can say as far as South Florida goes is, you know, let's keep the dollars there that, that can stay there. Let's not send them off to companies around the country that you're going to be sitting on hold for two hours just to, to get an answer to a question. 
If you need an answer to a question, if you need to be running your businesses, instead of sitting on hold for two hours, pick up the phone, call me, text me. You're going to get somebody right away. You're not going to be wasting your time. You're going to get quick. So we're going to give you time back. We're going to give time back to your community. We're going to give time back to your business owners. We're going to give money back to your business owners. And then we're going to look to help the youth in your community. If we can help, you know, provide scholarships to those youth. So we want to help communities. We're, that's, that's really what we're about. We want to help those small and mid-sized businesses. We want to help you not just stay in business. We want to help you. And if we can find ways to do that, that's what we're going to do. Hard numbers are, are impressive. The last figures I saw were that every dollar saved by a company is worth 10 to the community. So if you take that $80,000 in your, in your higher level example, you've got $800,000 in the community times thousands of businesses, or let's say hundreds of businesses with that much savings, plus the businesses at the lower levels, you're talking about a lot of hard benefit, keeping money in the community and multiplying itself. Absolutely. In addition to the soft benefit, so-called of long-term investment in kids and education, now you've got your point of view. We've talked about a lot of stuff that is in the same asteroid of your world here, your kids and your, your, your interest in, and, and the company's interest in a, a sort of a moral approach to helping people and, and being profitable doing that. So it all comes down on this show to one thing, Todd. What's the point? <laughs> right. <laughs> what is the point? So that's a very good, that, that's a good question. I mean, the point is we're, we're here to, to help one another. We're here to, I, I, that, that's why I'm here. I'm here to help whoever I can in, in any way that I can do it. And that's, if that's something that I can do, then, and that, like I mentioned, that's, that's what I want to do. And that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's what our company is here for. We're here to help you. We're here to help your business. And, and I hope that, I hope that's a good point. <laughs> well, it's, it's your point. It only matters. Your point, your point. I'm not trying to influence you here. <laughs> well, Todd Kipperman, thank you very much for your time. And thank you for the, the insight on beyond and your insights on how business can be done better, both in South Florida and nationally. I'm very grateful for your, your insights. Robert, thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to What's the Point? This podcast is hosted by Robert Bailey and produced by Skis It's McGee. The show is live from Palm Beach, where we highlight advanced strategies with living and extended benefits for CFOs, founders, and entrepreneurs. Visit upradio.live to learn more and to register for guest offerings. Whatever you do, make it great. But for now, the microphone is off. Hooray!